welcome everybody to awesome train number 54. 54, wow, that's crazy. Louise is here, and Jonathan is here. Word. We're going to start off with the song, Doo Doo. Aw, I love poo. By the artist Kosha Dills. Is it about poop? It's not at all about poop. Aww, it's man. about doing your thing. All right, we'll be back. What you gonna do to say? I go through and take your name. Peace be like Coach Lou, you man. I do 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 my thing. In front of mama, cause into a comfortable swampy club. Clubs always complete what? Let me in, in. Wanna dance, can, can, damn, I'm the man, man. Game plan, get your name, phone up, then ask you to hang, hang. Listen up, sister, I hang with your sister. Do my thing with your sister. Don't you be married before this. I was thanking your sister. Drunk for coffee cake, girl, gain a lot of weight. Wait, work your dog, cook your tea, take your braces off. Pump rock, head bang, lipstick, smear it off. Little bit of kiss, tipsy on the smearing off. I do 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 my thing. I do 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 my thing. You do 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 your thing. I do 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 my thing. I do 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 my thing. I do 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 my thing. You don't do do your thing. I do 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 my thing. Stupid is it? Stupid does. Stupid happens just because. Stupid stuff I'm puking guts out like what the uh na 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 na. Stop dropping lock. Rolled over grave and rock. Cemetery hustle paid a lot. My G budget's so bucket love it and grind. I bust it. Lock life like you cry. Tattooed on my stomach. I'm a Jew and I love it. Yeah, I'm a Jew and I love it. I make money off Christmas presents and I think nothing of it. New Year's discussing two beers in the compass. I'm sober right now. She feeling tipsy when kosher. Turn the lights out. Eat the crap. Shoot the way I act. You for the cash loot. Yo, I'm money now. Borderline funny style. I do go through my bag. I have a question for you. Hold on. So that was the artist Kosha Dills, K-O-S-H-A-D-I-L-L-Z, off the album Beverly Dills. Now, in his Doo -doo. lyrics, he talks about how he's Jewish. Yeah, he's a think, Jew and he loves it. Do you think he's a Jew? Of course. I don't. Why would he lie about that? Because I, I didn't know many African Americans were Jewish. He's not African American. Why are you assuming just because he's rapping or singing to a hip hop beat that he's African American? Because he sounds like he's African American. That's racist. <laughs> it could be. It really could be. All right, everybody. As we said, welcome back to Awesome Tray number fifty-four. I know you guys missed us. I know you missed us. Uh, Louise. Sorry. I think we have some news that we have to share with everybody first and foremost. Yes. Uh, Louise is pregnant. What? No, she's not. Um, so... <laughs> I was gonna say, it's news to me. The awesome train is going through some changes at the moment. Got a little bit of, uh, some transformations. We have some sad news. Uh, Greg has... Died. ...moved on to greener pastures. Greg has a lot of other things. Greg has always had a lot of other things to keep him occupied, and... We don't. <laughs> we don't. We just sit in our basement and do this, so... Uh, hopefully we will be able to get Greg to come back... Uh, every now and then for some special guest appearances, but he's a busy guy, and the awesome train cannot hold him down, so best of luck to Greg and his endeavors. And at this point, the awesome train is leaving the station. Yeah. So now, Louise and I have had discussions about this, because I said I don't want this to turn into just a married couple talk. Love it. This actually seems like it could be a funny Saturday Night Live skit. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you're usually making fun of people on Saturday Night Live, so... Uh. Alright, so, because one of the other things that's going to be interesting about this is, I think as we've discussed in the past, and our, some of our hardcore listeners will know, is that a lot of times uh, I will withhold information 
that's happened in my life, or Louise will withhold information that's happened in her life because we're waiting for the next podcast so we can kind of get the genuine reaction from everybody. And as I think I've hinted in the past, this has caused some odd strains in our marriage because we'll go like two weeks without telling somebody something, not necessarily vital, but something that we probably should know sooner. So I'm going to kick off uh, this whole idea with telling Louise about a haunted house that I took our children to this yeah. past weekend. Been interested in this story. So, but it's Tuesday, and this happened on Sunday, yeah. and Jonathan has n- refused to tell me anything yeah. about it since. So, Louise, we've got some nice Halloween music to get us started here. Like, yes. was this the kind of music that was played there? <laughs> no, not at all. This place was crazy. All right, so. Little background. <sighs> little background. Louise and I live in the suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio, if you're not aware yet. And this guy down the street from us was starting to build his own personal uh, haunted house in his driveway. And it was going from his driveway like into his garage. And we saw this guy starting this like beginning of September. We're like, oh, wow, that's great. We've always seen this guy send out a lot of decorations in the past. All right, this music's getting annoying. Uh, now I will switch. I feel like it was on a freaky carousel. Now I will switch to Louise to sound effects. Oh, sound of music. No, this is Scary Bells. So this guy's always set out a lot of decorations. We've always thought it was kind of funny and uh, always interesting. So we said, oh, okay, cool, this guy's got a haunted house. We'll have to come by and check it out. He's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to have it set up really early, blah, 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 blah. But the guy sounds like he's from West Virginia. Yeah, a little white trash, as Louise kept hinting at. WT. So we've been keeping tabs on this. The guy literally did not get it together until uh, Halloween day. And he said, oh, you know what? For the little kids, bring them by at like 4.30 in the middle of the day, just so they can kind of walk through, get the experience without really having to... Jeez. Ooh. There's a special guest here. No, uh, really walk through without getting so scared and seeing all the gore and everything of the day. see what everything's going to look like without being afraid when they come back later at Thank night. Thank you. So, I said, okay, great. And another thing that was great was the guy was having uh, canned food as your... Uh, Entry fee, and he was giving all the harvest for hunger. So, wow, sounds like everything's on the up and up. So I take the kids before trick-or-treating this past uh, Sunday, about 4.30 in the afternoon, and we show up, and his driveway just has kind of this house maze thing in place. And we've seen, like, gravestones and other things added, so all pretty tame. So pretty much, and I get there, and the wife's like, Anthony, you got somebody here. Come on out. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> come on, you got to come to the front. Somebody's here. So. Did you, like, go to their front door, or did you, like, just, just walk, walk up, up their, their driveway? Because we saw, like, people oh, milling about. We Keep figured, in mind, too, that this guy's got kids of his own that are, like, maybe five and three. We just figured somebody would be like, oh, okay. Um, like someone's standing there we'll waiting. we pick up on this, for... yeah. So it was me, uh... Our five-year-old, our uh, six-year-old son Luke, and our three-and-a-half-year-old Evelyn. So the guy's like, "Okay, here, let me take your cans." He's like, "All right, come on in." Okay, now Louise. The first thing you see when you walk in is he had a TV screen like embedded into the wall, built into this little place he's yeah. made. That's Bil- crazy. Embedded into the wall of one of these uh, of this maze. At first, I'm like, "Wow, this guy's putting a lot of money and effort into this thing. This is pretty pretty high tech, right?" So. The movie starts, and it's this girl, like, you can kind of see, so it looks like it's basically like a hospital wing, and she's, like, at the window to try and, like, look through, you know, down the hall, and she's, like, banging on the window, banging on the window, like, help, help me, help me get out of here, 
They, like, isn't it real TV? Like, there's a real show. It, it was like it was a girl. recorded movie that was just like looping on this video okay. screen. Freaking. So, she, so she's screaming, "Help me! Help me! Everybody, you gotta help me get out of here! You gotta help me get out of here!" Jeez. And so I'm like, oh, "Okay, okay." And so I start trying to make my way away from this with my kids, and this uh, henchman of the guy who's leading us through is like, "No, no, no! Wait, you gotta wait for the best part." Ugh. I'm like, "Okay." And so she's she's continuing to scream, help me, help me get out of here. And within a few moments, a scary-looking guy in the video screen walks up behind her, has this evil laugh, basically grabs her by the back of her head, and slams her face first into the glass of the window screen with blood splattering everywhere. Oh, my gosh! What did Evelyn and Luke do? They're just kind of like looking at it like... You know, probably shocked and stunned, like, what am I oh, seeing? Oh, my gosh. So I said, okay, what well, let's keep moving. So we went through, and, you know, the rest of it was a maze, and it was, like, pitch black, and they're like, okay, in this room that has blood splattered all over it, oh my we're going to have somebody in here, like, screaming and banging on the, on the door, and then when you come around this corner, they're going to be scaring you again. So we went through about three more of those. And the so only he thing, would just walk you through it? He just walked us through. The only thing that was kind of weird to me was like how graphic, like just the blood splattering with like strobe lights on it was. I was like, I can't imagine what the, my kids are thinking right now. So, Well, wh- how were they reacting when they were walking with you? Like Evelyn, for the most part, I think she was just scared of the dark and like what was going to be in there. So she was like, I could feel her like... she's going to have for the rest of her life. Grabbing on to me. Luke didn't really say much. And so then we got to the back that was like part of this guy's garage and it was like the mad scientist lab and... He had, like, a skeleton out on, like, a examination table. And he had, like, other various mad scientist props, like big uh, barrels. They had, like, black light paint in it or something, so it looked like it was, like, toxic goo in there. Mm-hmm. That was all okay, and Luke thought that was pretty cool back there. So then you walk out of his garage, and he's got his whole backyard as, like, another um, graveyard. And I could see one guy, like, working on trying to get the cauldron going. And there was, like, some skeleton, like, right when you walked there that had, like, blood and cartilage all over it and, like, eyeballs. And that, I think, freaked that one out. This is horrible. This is, I guess this is a good lesson for us and the fact that from now on we have to do this by ourselves and see if it's appropriate and then take the kids through. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the good lesson, too, is that not everybody knows what's appropriate. appropriate. And, you know, I honestly, because he has, like, a three- and five-year-old, I honestly thought that that would make it him more, like, sensitive to saying when little kids could or, like, what they should go through. So as we're walking through, I see more and more of the stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And um, the guy that I see, I'm trying to find a picture of this. I see towards the end, there's, like, this, um, like, I don't know, elevation, this ramp that goes up to, like, a throne. I'm like, oh, you know, what, what's that going to be? He's like, oh, we're going to have a guy here dressed like uh, Satan from The Last Unicorn. I'm like, what? Is that it? Go down. Right there? No. And what's I was like, oh, unicorn? okay. Well, it's not what I thought it was. I think it's supposed to be like this. Jeez. Like, like with these bowl? two double horns like and, like, all this shit coming out of his head. So I was like, oh, okay, great, and that was basically it. So that's that's one part of it, Louise. So then on the way home, on the way walking back to our house, Luke says to me, hey, Dad, what was all that stuff all over the glass when that lady hit her head? So I'm like, oh, shit. So I decided, instead of just coming out and saying what it is, I mean, I'm going to try and feel around and see what he thinks it was. I'm like, well, what do you think it was? He's like, Blood? I was like, fuck. 
Nice. <laughs> so then I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, it, w- it wasn't that. I'm like, what happened was, Luke... <laughs> she was drinking Kool-Aid and threw oh. it up. So I'm like, so what happened was, did you see that guy come up behind her? He's like, yeah. I'm like, he came up and surprised her and said, boo, and he threw a water balloon at her. And it hit the glass and exploded everywhere. And he's like, oh, I thought he hit her head against the glass. I was oh like, gosh. no, no, no. I'm like, he just threw a water balloon. He's like, well, why was it all red? I'm like, uh, it was just like a bunch of goop in there. Oh he's my like, gosh. oh. I'm like, yeah, that'd be pretty weird if he was doing that. And he's like, yeah. That is awful. So he more or less bought off of my lame explanation for it, but... So much for trying to protect your kids. That's That's the story I've been withholding from you. That's horrible. Yeah. And you see, you shouldn't withhold that kind of a story because... Maybe we can now have a segment called Stories Being Withheld from Louise. Yeah, like, that's the kind of story where, like, I needed to do damage control immediately when that whole event took place. I can't tell you everything that's going on in my life, Louise. Oh, well, that one's a pretty important thing to know. I mean, it's for the last two days. It would help me to understand why Luke's been talking about... People Louise. getting their faces smashed in the glass. He has been talking to you about that. Don't be a liar. He hasn't. Don't be telling fibs. Yeah. Uh, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. So the other day I was going to the bathroom. Oh jeez. And this I had this story's never end good. And I had this thought. No, even worse. You know how our one-year-old daughter Penelope, when she's taking a crap, you can tell. Yeah. Because she like stops everything she's doing and she's turning very red in the face and she's trying very hard. Yeah. Do you find, as an adult, that's how you sometimes take a poop? Yeah, definitely. Like, you have to hold your breath. Were you like... (laughs) Come on, you bear down. Like, don't you think that's, like, overreacting? Uh, sometimes, sometimes. Don't you think that's a little excessive at this point in your life? Don't you think you can still still sit there and get the same results without... Bearing down. Looking like you're... No. Gonna, your head's going to explode? No, because sometimes a very big poop bearing has down. to come. Like you're saying bearing down. That's what they tell you when you're having... Uh, it's pretty similar. labor. Honestly, Jonathan, right, the bear way... bear down, the bear way, down, Jonathan, push really hard. Honestly, the way that I can get our children out is to pretend like I'm taking a really big poop. Well, you can get them to what? Like, get our children out. Out of where? I, out of my birth canal. Oh my god, Louise. Seriously? You're making it even <laughs> grosser with your birth canal. With Thanksgiving coming up and everything. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> so, all of a sudden, talking about birth canal is inappropriate. I'm thinking of turkey inside. Oh, come on. You've, you've witnessed three births. I think you can handle it. This is getting really gross. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was... I happened to be making all these faces and contorting myself. And I was like, what am I doing? This is like what a toddler does. A baby does that. Um, anyway... Anyway, something yes. to think about. Yes, it's definitely something that you do because sometimes you have, have to get a really large thing out of a small hole. I'd like our awesome train listeners to write. Oh God, Louise! What? What did you just say? It's how you get something really big out oh, of a small <laughs> hole. Crap! All right, if we have any uh, podcast listeners who are still listening at this point of this discussion, who this is regular for them, uh, write into the blog www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com and just let me know. If Louise and I are alone and are bearing down and red <laughs> radish faces, or if this is something not, typical. Me. All right. We are going to play a song now, Louise. The song is very... What's the right word? Good? Appropriate. Appropriate. Thank you, Louise. Good. The song is very good, appropriate for us as we hit, do the show on uh, November 2nd. The song is called Gone for the Summer by the band Teen Days. Just picture Greg leaving the nest. I'll get out of here. As you pull out of the train station. 
So that was some teen days. We actually played those guys back in uh, Awesome Train number 52. Only two short episodes ago, but way back in September. So that is a band I'm very much liking at this point, and hopefully we'll be playing more in future shows. Yeah. Falls under the brand of chill wave music, Louise. I'm sure you're a fan of chill wave. I've absolutely never heard of chill wave before, but it sounds exactly as chillwave music should. Well, that actually is a good transition into what my next topic is. Uh, speaking of things that Louise actually does listen to, Louise is a big fan of the country artist Taylor Swift. Yeah, I do. And I can't deny that I haven't listened in Louise's car before and sang along and danced along and clapped along with the kids in our car. What was the name of that album? I don't remember. It was the older one. It's not the new one. The new one, Speak Now. So, okay, yes, I admit I've been a fan of the uh, old one, but she's doing all this promotion on uh, this new album, and the stories that always seem to come out of every album she does is the fact that, in my opinion, I'll put it bluntly, that she's a whore who sleeps around and writes songs about all these guys who supposedly have done her wrong, and everybody's, like, applauding her and patting her on the back for... I don't think she sleeps around. I think she's innocent, okay. and I think a lot of the songs that so she So far we know she wrote, has a Joe Jonas song, a... Did she sleep with him? I'm imagining so. Why? Louise. Why are you imagining so? She's not Britney Spears. Because I don't think she's she... She's not Hannah Montana. I don't think she's immature that she's like, oh, I had a crush on you, and you 
I think me. she kind of is that dorky. I don't think she is that dorky. I think she's that slutty. Uh, I think she's absolutely that dorky. Now, the fact I that the say, latest song is about John Mayer, I'm telling you, John Mayer ain't coming around for passing notes in school. Yeah, dear He's John. He's coming around for BJs and HJs and everything else. I definitely think, dear John, she kind of lost a little bit of virginity to. What Louise is referring to is the song called Dear John on the new album. It's a pretty uh, intense song. Like, she's basically like, how could you do this to a 19-year-old? You're douchebag. She's like 21 now. She was 19 at the time, and I she really over have, herself. She's but I really off. do have some uh, negative feelings toward Don Mayer now, because I think the guy's kind of a sleazeball. Oh, get over it. What about her? I just think she's kind of a naive, Here, this is the note I made. nerdy She girl. seems to have made her fortunes being a slut and writing about guys she banged who left her. I don't think it's like that at all. Additionally, Louise and I both agree that she can't really sing. She well, just kind of talks through her lyrics. Plus, She's very overly animated on stage. Like, she tries to, like, move around and, like, throw these facial expressions like she's a mime or something, but she refuses to move her feet. Like, she doesn't dance. She's just, like, voguing everywhere. I totally disagree with Jonathan on all aspects. I think that she can sing. She just doesn't sing very well in live performances. Okay, so, so she can't sing. She, she can only pro- sing if she's in a studio and she has a billion different buttons being pushed to yeah, help her out. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, I do like her songs, the way that she writes them. I, I do like the melody of the songs. And I think that some of her... I mean, I think that you're right. I think that it does seem like she has a lot of ex-boyfriends. She does. And so I'm not really sure where... And again, as Like, I how said, serious these boyfriends are. Like, I would look back and, you know, in my heyday before you, I probably would have written... Bad, like sappy love songs about every guy I ever had a crush on, but I probably had relationships with like one person before you. Um. Yeah. Again, I feel like she's made her fortunes on being a slut. See, I like at first she was like, oh, she's young, she's innocent, she's cute, she has all these great songs, but it seems like every album now has like two or three songs about guys she's banged. By the way, uh, I might have had my facts wrong. It might have been Nick Jonas and not Joe Jonas that she banged. Listen, it never says, never even in the news or in the smut, whatever, does it ever talk about how she's had sex with these guys. How do you know? When do you read the smuts? Because can you never, you cannot give me one instance where they said that she had like a sexual affair with John Mayer or I'm sorry if I'm just reading between the lines. Well, I just think you're a little uh, jaded. So according to you, currently she's just exchanging notes and fluttery kisses on the cheeks with Jake Gyllenhaal then. Uh, I don't know. I mean, she is getting older. Exactly. She, can, she probably is a little bit more jaded, but I definitely, I don't think it's the kind of thing where she's just has sad sex with all these guys. Speaking of another young star in trouble, uh, this is a... Selena Gomez? Disney star shocker. What's this girl's name? Demi Lovato has oh, dropped yeah. out of her concert tour with the Jonas Brothers. So I first read this the other day because it said she checked into treatment. I'm thinking, what the hell is this girl checking the treatment for? She's got next to nothing going on in her life. And now it's recently come out and said she's in a treatment center, but she's not in rehab. What the hell does that mean? I don't, I don't get that. It's much of horseshit. It's like when they just busted Charlie Sheen for having coke on his face and being caught with a prostitute, and his publicist said... Oh, I'm sure he just had an allergic reaction to some medication. Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely some bullshit it, spin. Yeah, it definitely sounds like she's not as innocent as Disney would really like her to be. Although, as long as it's not Selena Gomez, I don't care. You're so. Selena Gomez is pretty cool. Um, Louise, I'm gonna throw out a hypothetical to you. Yeah. This is from one of our friends, Hans. Don't read the screen. Yeah. Look away. Don't read ahead. So this happened to one of our friends, Hans. I thought it was a very good question. So he said, uh, 
Okay, think about this hypothetical question. You completed your morning workout. And you sh- Never. And you showered. Maybe. Only then to discover that you failed to put clean underpants in your gym bag. Do you, one, free ball it for the whole work day. Never. Two, re-wear the sweaty pair that you just worked out in. Oh. Or three, drive to Walmart, buy a pack, sneak in your pocket, and put it on in the stall. Oh, that is a toss-up. Just I... a hypothetical. I'm not saying it actually happened to anybody. <laughs> well. This has actually happened to me before, and I'll tell you what I did. I think one time I tried to wear my sweaties, and it was like, this is disgusting, and I freeballed it for the rest of the day. Ah, uh, see, I'm not into free that. That's just uncomfortable. I, w- okay, let me let me n- make this even harder slash easier for you. If you had your choice of only freeballing or sweating it, what would you do? Ooh, I don't know. Come put on! Them, I guess put them inside out and... Ugh. Ugh. Why? And you're ripening your sweaty junk on the bottom of your pants. I guess you're right. And your sweaty crack on the back of your pants. Ugh. That's so nasty. You're better off just taking a shower, cleaning yourself off, and walking around in your pants and enjoying life with your nether regions rubbing against your corduroys. And feeling a draft. Feeling a draft. Uh, if you got some room Yeah, there. I guess I would say <laughs> go without... Okay, now let's see if you had all three. Would you opt for the drive to the store and buy a pair? Although I'm really one to believe that you absolutely need to wash those things before you wear them against your skin because you just don't know what kind of Chinese person is, like, touching your pants as they're, like, packaged. See, now this actually leads to another thing. Louise has some wild fears. And what I've realized, too, (laughs) is she puts what I like to call fear-mongering. She fear-mongers over our children. Where she instills, like, these scary... She tells them these things that she just does not need to be saying. <laughs> like, the other day, she was like, All right, guys, you got your candy, so let's all go home, and Mom and Dad will go through it. And Luke said, Why do we have to go through it? She's like, Because there's some really creepy people out there who put some nasty stuff in your candy. <laughs> well... And so me, I'm like, Okay, that may be the truth, but you don't need to tell them that. Just say, Oh, we just want to check and make sure everything is okay. Well, or, I'm sorry I don't have stories in my back pocket like well because there are balloons filled with red goop that get thrown at your yeah. head and you get bashed up against my the explanation window. was a disney story your explanation is like dateline creep of the week <laughs> and then tonight uh our one daughter evelyn is having some issues saying goodbye to her mom at school and so louise starts singing some song to her about how it's okay <laughs> to leave your mom and it's safe and then you said something to her i was like what are you doing why are you telling her this no, Do you remember what doing, she said? It was the song to be not afraid. Okay, it was the it was to be not afraid. The, the old church song. The old church song, as Louise An likes oldie, to say, but a goodie. But you said something that's like, "Be not afraid, uh, mom will come and get you, and no one will hurt you." And no, I was like, I didn't "What say that?" I was like, "What the hell are you saying?" I didn't say that. You said something along those lines. That's I absolutely refuse well, that. I know you. Just I mean, I definitely freestyle do. that song off the top of your head, and you probably can't remember what you said, but you said something inappropriate. I mean, I definitely do think that I have a lot of, like, mom anxieties probably passed on to me from my own mom. And so I definitely kind of pass that on to our kids. And I think it's funny when you're around and you're like, what are you talking about? Because I don't even probably realize it. Um, it's a shame, though, because I think that it, it does affect, like, Evelyn doesn't seem to care. Like, she has no fear at, at all at some points. Yeah. But Luke definitely seems like he's a more skittish human being, probably, because of the skittishness that you and I give to him. You and I? No, yeah, you. Yeah, you're pretty bad, too, Jonathan. What am I doing? Uh, I just think that, overall, like, you're, you get pretty nervous about everything, too. 
I get very nervous, but I don't think I channel it towards my children like you do. Oh, I think you do. I anyway, definitely this think is, you do. This is going where I did not want the podcast All to right, go. fine, fine. This isn't parental advice fine. podcast. Fine. So we are going to uh, take another break with uh, Ray LaMontagne and the Pariah Dogs from the album God Willin' and the Creek Don't Rise. The song is called Are We Really Through? It was a nice song. I mean, it was kind of depressing. It's like ah. it sounds like something you'd listen to like when you're watching like a funeral sequence in a oh movie. Looks like you really got into that. Yeah. Anyway, that's a great CD. That's one of my uh, top CDs of the year. Uh, Ray LaMontagne and the Pride Dogs, God Willin' and the Creek Don't Rise. All right, Louise. That's let's, cool. Let's I like wrap that up logo. this podcast. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's 
put it to rest. With some news. First off, I believe I told you a bit about it this weekend. This new drink out called Four Loco. Yeah. Also referred to as Blackout in a Can has been blamed for student party illnesses. They're saying one Four loco is equal to six a six-pack of beer. One of them? One of them. So, I think Louise actually recently had a suggestion that we should get drunk and do a podcast, so maybe we need to go get some Four Locos. Yeah. That would be like having... Why don't I just drink some 151? Sure. No. That's, that's what you want to do? <laughs> no. Whatever you want to do to get yourself ready for the no, show. I just think it would be funny. I mean, we were recently at a wedding, and I had a, I really haven't drank for the last two years, and I had a couple rum and Cokes, and let me tell you, I was feeling no pain, and really... This was the belle of the ball that night. Didn't really care that People I... People still talking about that girl from Cleveland who danced her ass off. Didn't really care that I dragged your <laughs> poor friend uh, onto the dance floor and made him dance to, uh, what was it? Black Eyed Peas. Fellow awesome trained fan, Mike and Ann. Mike and Ann. Uh, give it up for Mike, who bravely got on the dance floor with me and uh, danced to Black Eyed Peas, yeah. even though he really I'll, wanted to die. I think Louise's shout-outs are funny, but I'll give it up for him. Hold on. I think he's one of the coolest guys I know now that that happened. Seriously. Even though he basically didn't want to dance with you. Well, he was like, he and I'm leaving. But he stayed there. And he actually danced with me, so I Anyway, it back up. to the news story. We were actually at a party Thanks, this Mike. weekend, and some... Some dude was drinking it. Girl and adult like, slash father was pounding a four loco, and I said, oh, nice. Look at this guy. Looking that's for crazy. blackout I don't in the think, can. I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what did it say? Being able to feel the effects of tiredness, loss of coordination, even passing out or vomiting are the body's defenses against consuming doses of alcohol that will kill you. Awesome. That's four loco. Yeah, you definitely don't want that. So, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I think maybe I will have some four loco when we do the drunk podcast. Okay. Um, I actually, though, heard the other day on another radio show where they talked about how disgusting these things are. Yeah. And how it literally tastes like you're drinking urine. Ew. And you basically have to slam it because it's so disgusting. Yeah. Well, then it's not even good. That's nasty. Um, again, if any of our awesome train passengers have experienced the Four loco blackout, I'd love to hear some details. Know if I should get into some of this fun blackout in a can business. So, again, the blog, www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com. Tell us about your four loco adventures. Louise, this is somewhat old news, but I don't think you ever aware of it. Again, stuff I withhold from you. <laughs> there were pictures of uh, Quinn Fabray. Yeah, I kind of heard Rachel, about this. Rachel... Is her name Barry? I think. And uh, Finn yeah. from the Glee. show we watch, Glee, in GQ, dressed a bit provocatively. So, I don't know if you've seen these pictures before. I want to show you these pictures and get your take on them. So, here is the guy with the two girls flanking him. Here's a picture of one of the other girls with, sucking on a lollipop very seductively in some tall uh, sports socks and some underpants and a jersey. Yeah. Here she is tugging on the jersey and pushing her boobs together in her underpants. She has some big boobies. She has much bigger boobs than I thought, and she's also much skinnier than I thought from the yeah. show. And I know yeah. we're gleeking out and being nerds here, but um, this is Quinn posing with a megaphone. Yeah. This is pretty sedate to me. Yeah. This is... Rachel's kind of... Rachel uh, spreading her legs while on a locker room bench. Yeah, Rachel's kind of whoring it out. Whoring it out, Taylor Swift style. And here they all are together at the end. Those are the only ones of Quinn... 
Yeah. I think like this one. I think Quinn's actually pretty tame and probably kept it pretty modest. And Rachel kind of was like, "Whatever you need me to do." Push the slot level. I think personally, um, Rachel realizes that she plays a nerd on TV, so she's trying to hoard out so she can kind of get more roles, maybe that are different from what people are used to seeing her in. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, what are your thoughts overall on the pictures? You're like, oh, that's too much. People, Those kids shouldn't be doing that. Uh, or you're like, whatever, it's GQ. Yeah, it's GQ. These kids are of age. These kids aren't 16. They're, what, 21, you said? Something like they're that. Like a, they're young adults. I mean, I honestly don't think Quinn did anything that was pretty gross. I think he's just looks like a nice, stressed guy. That's Finn. Oh, Finn. <laughs> And I think Quinn was very was modest in the kind of slut appeal, and Rachel kind of slutted it out. She turned it up. All right, well, the Parents Television Council has come out saying that it borders on the line of pedophilia, saying that GQ, which is explicitly written for adult men, is sexualizing the actresses who play high school-aged characters on Glee in this way. It borders on pedophilia. Sally, this is just the latest example of the overt sexualization of young girls in entertainment. What do you think of that? Um, I just think it's still, it goes back to my, the whole thing, that it, it all goes back to the parents. If you don't want your kids to see this kind of stuff, then don't make sure that they're not seeing this kind of stuff. Um, and if they're like 16, 17 years old, then they're probably old enough to realize that it's inappropriate. Alright, well here is the girl who plays uh, Quinn, who is in those pictures. This is her response. In the land of Madonna, Britney, Miley, Gossip Girl, other public figures and shows that have pushed the envelope and challenged the levels of comfort in their viewers and fans, we are not the first. Now in perpetuating the type of images that evoke these kinds of emotions, I'm sorry. If you're hurt or these photos make you uncomfortable, it was never our intention. And this is in bold. And if your 8-year-old has a copy of our GQ cover in hand, again, I'm sorry, but I would have to ask how on earth did it get there. So again, she's basically saying there's parental locks, there's things you can do to protect your kids from seeing these things. Yeah, I mean, she says, I was a sheltered child it was not, and was not shown anything provocative or risque in the media when, when I was going through my formative years. So, I mean, she basically says, look... I mean, she basically says, I saw Grease as a kid, and I didn't know what was going on with Rizzo when she got knocked up, but at the same time, you can kind of control what your kids see and what they don't. So. I mean, again, I think she's very modest, and I don't think anything she really did was even something that she needed to apologize for. Alright. That's good to hear. That's all. So, okay. Well, we did it, Jonathan. Imagine that, Louise. We rode this train, buddy. We made it through. Do you have any uh, parting remarks while I look something up? Um, uh, no, not really. I mean... Uh, can you try and make something up? Um, okay. I think that... Oh, jeez. I'm not really sure. The sky is blue. I guess yeah. I could say this. Um, so, we're going to do what we can to try and keep up with um, doing constant podcasts instead of the once a month, if that, as we've been doing lately. Um, I think I might even try and do some solo ones that I might just play some music only or something like that just to do Or do some... like Thoughts by Jonathan? Mm, I might talk about one or two things, but hopefully I honestly will just be playing more music. So if you like the music, you'll be able to hear more of it. If you don't, then you can skip those ones. But uh, we will do what we can to get the awesome train back on track. I'm going to... We are going to leave you. I can't forget my wonderful partner in crime over here, Louise. <laughs> 
She's got her hand down, her hands <laughs> scratching her ass right now. <laughs> I'm scratching my. Uh, I don't want to know. I'm scratching. We don't want to know. My thigh. You told us a lot about birth canals and bearing down oh, tonight. Oh come on. So we're gonna leave you guys with uh, a song called "Yellow Wings" by the band Keep Away. So check that out. Check out the blog. Leave us your thoughts on uh, bearing down, <laughs> making poop faces. Hey, I think next week you should play a little Katy Perry and perhaps some Black Eyed Peas. And Four Loco and. Apparently, Louise wants to have a dance party next weekend. <laughs> Mike and Ann, come on so, over. So, uh, we will see you guys then. Thank you. Enjoy. Stick with us. Bye, guys. Ooh.